Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to discuss, debate, and argue about the Slam Magazine's 50 greatest NBA players of all time. Now, Slam dropped this a few months back, and I decided to bring in the homies D Love Hall and Easy Does It VA, two NBA heads, uh, so that we could talk about this. And we're going to break it down. And we're going to try to figure out where some players should be on our particular list. Players like Larry Bird, Allen Iverson, Scottie Pippen, Dominique Wilkins, Patrick Ewing, Kevin Durant, Wilt Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. And of course, Kobe Bryant, just to name a few. So... When you're finished listening to the podcast, we want to hear what you think. But for now, sit back, relax, we'll drop the theme music, and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. Uh, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. As I mentioned in the intro, man, we're talking about Slam Magazine's uh, 50 Greatest. Uh, You know, you've seen the list by now. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Uh, This this list came out a few few months ago. Um, And uh, I really wanted to to take a second to kind of digest the list. Uh, and break it down, and and of course, obviously, when you talk basketball, you want to have people on that you know know about the game, and and uh, man, I, I had to start with the homies, man. I mean, like I couldn't for me to do this podcast, uh, I, I had to bring these two casts on. So uh, let me introduce to you the listening public, uh, my my first co-host, man. We go back all the way to the seventh grade. Um, this dude, man. I mean, like I said huge basketball fan he's actually a basketball coach uh he's a father he's an entrepreneur uh he's got a nasty left hand (laughs) ladies and gentlemen coming into the 12 kyle podcast studios for the first time my homeboy va easy aka easy does it va what up man what up what up what up yep hey first and foremost kyle i was on the blog talk early just want to clear. Yeah, yeah, you were on Get blog talk. You did. You did make several guest appearances on blog talk radio when I had the twelve radio show. <laughs> What's good, man? Same old, man. Same old. Hey, thanks for coming through, man. Um, I told you I, I, I had you penciled in for this one, so uh, we had to make it happen. Uh, my next co-host, man. What can I say about this guy? I mean, he comes in here with. You know, fresh white Air Force Ones with the gum bottoms, uh, with the purple frames in his glasses. Uh, this guy has an album. Uh, <laughs> I wow. gotta say that every time he comes on here, uh, he, wow. he he did you know start some controversy on the last time he came on a podcast uh, talking about sex. Uh, you know him, you love him. D Love Hall is in the building. D, what up? 
Hey man, what up? What up? Uh, Twitterverse, uh, twelve Kyle, all that uh, controversy. No, no, no. I no, thought no. I was. No, you. I were. thought I was just giving some straight up knowledge. Oh, oh, man, I, you, I, I you didn't dropped, know it was so controversial. You dropped science like, uh, like, like none other. I mean, like that actually has been one of the most popular podcasts that I've had man. this year. So I was, um, I was on my law professor that <laughs> night. So. Man. <laughs> no, let's, let's do that. So if you haven't heard, when you finish listening to this podcast, go back and listen to that podcast with me and my man D. Love Hall. Uh, the topic was uh, <clears throat> things that men won't tell you about sex, but you need to know. <laughs> and you might get a man. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, man, I, I had to get you guys on, man, because, you know, we, we, uh, we obviously the three of us are huge basketball fans. Um, and I know like for us, uh, coming up when we were coming up, man, um, you look, we looked at publications like for hip hop, the source, the source was like almost like the Bible. Like we really, we studied it and we believed in everything, you know, that it it stood for. Um, and then I want to say like early to mid nineties, it was slam magazine. Slam magazine took the place of street and Smith's for us, uh, as we moved into the digital and the internet age. Um, and I understand, I get it. You know, when you're trying to, anytime you're trying to concoct a top list of players in any sport, particularly, you know, NBA teams, you know, there's always going to be disagreements on players and placements. Um, that's just a fact. Um, and even in this age of social media, NBA fans, they're going to constantly, you know, debate as to who's the greatest or who's in the top 10 or who's this person or that person. And we did see, you know, a, a situation where they did, where the NBA did gr- vote on their greatest uh, 50 players of all time. Um, and, you know, the cool part about it is that these type of debates, I always call them barbershop debates, can pop up anywhere. Barbershops, dinner, at the club, <laughs> in the shed, <laughs> like like how we keep it. Um, but, you know, since the advent of social media, media outlets, websites, you know, they, you know, kind of really fester on this because you know they want to have a situation where they can drive traffic or drive clicks and drive you know people to their sites to you know kind of argue and debate on it and you know slam has done just that so you know for for as much as i'm going to slam samps slam slam magazine for what they did with this list um you know it worked because you know they got us talking about it um so yeah, so they Slam Magazine. For those of you who don't know, huge basketball publication. Uh, they came out with a list of their top 100 greatest NBA players of all time. Now, I don't actually have the magazine. <coughs> to be honest, for for the sake of time, we're not going to go through the hundred players. So I I wanted to narrow it down to the top 50. And I did some research. I could not find the criteria by which they came up with this list. So I don't know who was involved, whether it was slam writers. I'm almost certain they they didn't involve any NBA players. Right. So we got this list. It's the 50 greatest players of all time, according to Slam magazine. So with that being said, of course, before we even get into the discussion, everything is subjective. I mean, anytime you have these kind of discussions, it's all subjective. So I, I think we need to get that out the way. Not that we need to, but I mean, you guys listening, you know what time it is. Um, but yeah, they got a 50 greatest list. So my boy Zeke, I want you to start at number 50 and go down to like 40 
and just read off the list just for the people who are listening who may or may not have seen this list. Word, word. Okay. Well, we're going to start at number 50. Earl, the Pearl Monroe. Okay. Mm-hmm. The original black Jesus. Mm-hmm. Facts. It could be an argument about that's pretty low, but we'll, 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 we'll keep going here. 49, Bill Walton. Wow. Mm, no comment. Uh, number 48, Nate Archibald. Little big man. Oh, yeah, little big man, you know. Tiny, Zeke, tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Zeke, that was tiny. I got to give him respect. Handles, handle life. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 47, Willis Reed. Um, there should be some criteria about cats who play with chokers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> saying, like, I got to pull up your stats, B, but I remember the choker and the limp. I can't remember much else than that. The choker and the limp. Um, number 46, straight out of the gas house, Gastonia, mm-hmm. James Worthy. Uh, Big game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, you know. Questionable location at number number forty six, but uh, James Worthy is classic, obviously. Uh, George Mike at number forty five. Um, not so sure about that at all. Um, <laughs> not so sure. Not so sure. I, ain't enough video, B. Ain't right, enough video. right, right. It's all 45. black and white too. I mean, it might have had. <laughs> it might have been a peach basket. They ain't had goggles back then. That that cat played in like regular glasses. Uh, <laughs> All types of, yeah, I can't even, you know, I got to pull that up to look at the stats. Um, number 44, the ice, George Gervin. Yes, sir. Classic, classic. Yes, sir. Everybody got the poster when yep. you got. Everybody got the poster. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to have the poster with the ice. Um, number 43, Clyde the Glide, five slammer jammer, Drexler. Wow. My uh, first dispute. Yeah, yeah, classic. He's a classic ball player, but I, I can see where this can be a little con controversial when you go up that list um number 42 west unsell um, second dispute look i got a little conversation on that too you know i think he averaged what like 10 points a game might have averaged a double double he was a rebounder so i guess and he won the championship so you know we're 10 points a game that's a, that's a lot for like 42 though i mean that's a not 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 enough for 42 but anyway <laughs> move on from that um number 41 dominique Wilkins, the, the highlight factor highlight himself. Film. Yes, sir. Um, number 40, uh, Mr. Up and Under, Mr. Drop Step, Mr. Man, 101 man. Fat Block, Kevin McHale. Yes, sir. Wow, wow. Um, all right, coming in at number 39, the glove, <laughs> Gary Payton. Okay. Uh, 38, Bob Cousy. Ugh. Uh, Coming Ugh. at number 37, the guy who averaged two, a, a triple-double in back-to-back seasons, yeah. Russell Westbrook. Chase him. Chase him. <laughs> I see it. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, coming in at 36, Mr. Style <clears throat> himself, Walt Frazier. Um, coming in at number 35, Chris Paul. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, 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 you see where this is going, right? Um, coming in at number thirty-four, two-time MVP, uh, just recently named to the Basketball Hall of Fame, Steve Nash. 
number 33, Elvin Hayes. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 32, <coughs> Rick Barry. Okay. Let me say it again. Rick Barry at 32. Uh, okay. Rick Barry's, you know, he's at 32. He's, you know, <coughs> he's higher than Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, you know, just want to point that out. Um, <clears throat> 31, <coughs> Jason Kidd. Okay, okay. <sighs> Coming in at 30, man, criminally low in my opinion. The big man out of Georgetown, New York Knicks <coughs> center, Patrick Ewing. Uh, D, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, all right, here we go. At number 29, we got the Admiral. David Robinson. I mean, you know, David Robinson. I, I, I can't really diss David Robinson at, at, at number 29. Not yet, anyway. Above Patrick Ewing, no less. <sighs> number 28, the answer, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Allen Iverson, 28. Let me say it again. Allen Iverson, 28. And I say that because 27 <laughs> is Dirk. Davisky. I mean, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't realize that until you just read it. Damn. Yes, I, I read it earlier. Dirk Nowitzki. Come wow. on, man. Wow. Number 26 is Mr. KG himself, Kevin Garnett at 26. <sighs> yeah, here we go. 25, John Stockton with the tight shorts and all. John Stockton. Hey, All time steals leader, man. But 24 is John Havlicek. Oh, my God. Now, before our time, of course. Of course, before but our time. Havlicek before Stockton. We'll get to it later. Number 23, Dwayne Wade, Mr. It? Miami himself. You see I mean, it? he's there. Mr. You, 305. Right. And I ain't talking he's Pitbull. There. He's there. Number 22, none other than Scott Pip, Mr. Scotty Pippen. Dunked on Pat Ewing and, you know, told... My man, to sit his ass down. That would be, you know, Spike Lee. Sit your ass down. Number 21, Carl Malone. Come on, son. I mean, the mailman did deliver. Come I can't from the mailman. He did deliver. But 21 is over Scotty Pippen, Carl Malone. Come on, son. And number 20 is the Chuckster himself, Mr. Charles Barkley. The round mound of rebound. The round mound of rebound at number 20. Let's go. All right, Zell, it's on you. Uh, 19. 19. All right. Oh, man. Coming in at number 19. <laughs> Chef. <laughs> Chef. You know what I mean? Green eyed, the green eyed bandit. You know what I'm saying? Light skin is back in. Uh, Steph Curry. Ahead of Allen Iverson. No less. Yeah. Yeah. Way ahead. Way ahead. Number eighteen, Elgin Baylor. Okay. I got I got an opinion about him, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Number seventeen is my man, my favorite, is uh Mr. Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Yes, sir. Um it probably should have been the first point guard on his triangle. Second, second point, guard. Go ahead. Second point, guard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Second, I mean, second, second count, point, guard. If, if you count big, big cats and stuff like that, but I'm talking about 
I'm only counting one. I'm only counting one. I'm talking about legitimate point guard. I ain't talking about big dudes that can do it. Magic was legit. Magic was legit, son. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him finish. Let him finish. But go ahead. Yo, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, I'm just. He's a big dude who can dribble. Number sixteen, Jerry West. The logo. Uh, Julius Irvin, number 15, the doc. Okay, okay. Uh, number 14, Moses Malone, foe, 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 foe. Number 13, wow. Dude, man, he need like a, a real barber. He needs some Beijing on the front just to get that. <laughs> get that line sharp. Kevin Durant. Two personality, double Twitter. Oh yeah. Burner Twitter. Yeah. Oh Durant, number 12. Hakeem, oh, the dream, Olajuwon. Okay, okay. Come on, son. Um, number 11, Big O, Oscar Robinson. Mm-hmm. At number 10, Larry Legend. It's crazy. Larry Legend Bird. Larry, Larry, Bird. Larry Joe Bird is at 10. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. So let me give you the, the final uh, nine. Uh, coming in at number nine, the big fundamental, Tim Duncan. Okay. Uh, number eight, Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about that. How about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in at number seven, uh, Icon, Mr. Bill Russell. Okay. It's criminally low right there. Coming in at number six, Shaquille Rashawn O'Neal. Can you dig it? Wow. Somebody could. Wow. <laughs> Coming in at number five. Oh, man. Kobe say Bean, it. Kobe Bean Bryant at five. Yeah. Wow. You gotta say it out loud wow. for your fans. Yeah, I gotta I gotta say it, and I gotta say his whole name. Kobe Bean Bryant. Um uh, coming in number four, the captain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number three, Irvin Showtime, Magic Johnson. <laughs> number two, the king, <laughs> LeBron James. And coming in at number one, Black Jesus himself, Mr. Air, MJ, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> All right, so there it is, man. That's the 50, <laughs> the 50 greatest basketball players uh according to slam magazine of all time um i guess before we really start jumping into this man one of the most obvious things is at least to me and d i'll start with you first man you know we're talking about players that are crossing different eras um you know again all of us are, are huge basketball fans and, you know, one of the things that we hear constantly is, you know, could this team have played in this era? Could this player have played in this era? Those type of discussions. And, and again, that's another, you know, barbershop type of discussion, you know, or, or like we used to say back home under the shade tree argument. Um, so should we really compare, you know, players from different eras? No, we can't. I mean, we've all seen, well, us three, we've seen how, like, in the 80s and the early 90s, that regular fouls and flagrant <laughs> fouls now are, like, so different. Right. 
And I mean, it's so it, it you. This is what I try to tell these little Thundercats, man. When I talk to them and they want to have these conversations, it's like, do y'all realize that when Kurt Rambis got clothesline, that was a regular ass foul. <laughs> that was a regular foul, yo. And correct me if I'm wrong, not, nobody got thrown out of the game, right? Well, other than that, like when when Robert Parrish gave uh, Lambier that two piece in Boston, he didn't get tossed either. Nope. And he punched him twice. Twice. He didn't get tossed that game. So it's different. It's, it's so different. Joe Dumars gets a lot of credit for his defense. I'm not dissing Joe Dumars. Joey D was a great defender. But at the same token, Joey D could also take his hand and put it on your waist mm-hmm. and guide you where he wanted to guide you. In today's game, you can't touch players. You dig what I'm saying? You can't touch them. So when I when I had these conversations with these dudes, these little young cats, I'd be like, yo, I'm not trying to diss y'all heroes today, but understand that the game is so different. It's so when when the Bulls was battling like the Knicks back in the day, they battled for real. They battled. And it's like those fouls, as hard as they were, was like, take your ass to the free throw line and make two and shut the hell up. Period. But today, if you foul like that, you're getting tossed. And you might get tossed and lose the game after that. It's different. It's just so different. So, nah, man. We, I, I think I just think you shouldn't compare errors when it comes to comparing great players. That's just my opinion. But you know, I'm in the minority, of course. I I I I, I get it. These young dudes want to have their heroes, but at the same token, man, it was just a different game. And when you got players that that ball back then compared to how fouls are called now, it was different then than what it is now. It's just different. True indeed, true indeed. What what about you, Zeke? Uh, how do you see this, man, as far as comparing errors? I mean, it's difficult to compare errors because of the style of play. You know, as Derek said, it was much different in the 90s. Actually, it was different in the 80s, different in the 70s, different in the 60s. Right. Each, each era had a different style of play that, you know, could potentially impact you know, the way you approach the game. You know, there was a point in time where fast breaks was frowned upon and people didn't push the ball up the floor. They walked it up and ran a gazillion plays and all this stuff. <laughs> and so and with no three-pointer. So right. imagine imagine trying to play and you ain't got no jumper. And ain't no three-pointer. And you just run it, dribbling that thing around the hole and looking for a crease. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's facts. Imagine, imagine if you didn't have a mid-range game, it could knock down a 16-footer, 18-footer. You know, imagine how hard basketball would be. So, um, I think it, 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 you know, the game has evolved. It's much faster pace now, even though it's not as physical. It is much faster pace. You know, the scoring is ridiculous. The shooting is ridiculous. Um, you know, they need rest. I mean, if you're in a 82 games and 82 games feel of a lot of transition. You know, that, that could take a toll on your body in a different kind of way. Not 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 the same way that it would be in the 90s and the 80s where, you know, the pounding was the thing that probably broke you down more so than the pace. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, you know, in today's era, it's the pace. So, you know, you, you're going to have to qualify the way you assess each era. Um, you know, I, I, my memory don't go no further back to my knowledge of actually watching it. Um, goes back to the 80s. But, you know, anything before that is it, strictly... YouTube and you know and Google, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be able to speak with much knowledge about that. But now I don't think you can compare them outright. You know, I think there may be some things you can do maybe 
looking at statistics and try to do the best you can by comparing it. But even that still need to be qualified. So it's difficult to compare errors. It's difficult. Yeah, I, I agree totally with you guys. I think, um, and you know, just for the people listening, like I started watching basketball. I started watching the NBA in 1980. So I've been watching for a long time. Now that don't make me a, you know, a, a, an expert, but I've seen a lot. I'll just put it like that. And, um, Somebody breaking something over there, man. <laughs> Watch yourself. Watch yourself. That nigga fell off the stool. <laughs> you know better than that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought his dishwasher exploded or something, man. Um, but uh, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, like I said, I've been watching since 1980, and I mean, it, so much has changed. I mean, even from the perspective of even how we view the game because when I was watching, you know, in 1980, uh, NBA games were on tape delay, right? I never forget, like, the game would come on, like, sometimes you would see a game that you would get the you would get the score on the 6 o'clock news, on your local 6 o'clock news, and then the game would come on at, like, maybe 9 o'clock, from, like, 9 to 10.30 or 9 to 11. But you already knew what the score was, so it's just a case of do you want to sit there and actually watch the game? Now, some of the games weren't on tape delay. Some of the games were live. You know, anytime you got Boston versus, you know, uh, L.A., uh, you know, and that was the year, if I'm not mistaken, that was the year that Magic came in uh, to the league. So that was, that was my first year watching basketball. But it's just hard to compare eras because, like you said, the, the, the pace has changed. Um, the athletes now are much bigger, faster, stronger. I can't necessarily say that they're better. Uh, because you know there were a lot of freakish athletes, uh, you know, in the eighties and nineties. It's just it's a different. It's it's so. I mean, like it is literally like night and day. Actually, worse than night and day. Like it's you can't compare because, like you said, something as simple as flagrant fouls, being able to play defense. I mean, like in the eighties and nineties when you could hand check, you could literally, like you said, with the example of Joe Dumars, who actually was. 83 on their on slams list <laughs> uh one behind Kyrie Irving wow uh, but I digress <laughs> uh, you know even a great defender like Joe Dumars could really manhandle you and take you wherever he wanted to go because he could hand check nowadays I mean so if you take some of the great scores from the 80s and 90s and you put them in today's game where there's no hand checking They'd have a field day because, you know, you, you can't touch them. You can't put your hands on them. Um, so, you know, like you said, Zell, the the pace of the game, how the game, you know, it's globalized and everything like that. You know, and it's – I don't want to sound like the old guy in the room, even though I might be the old guy in the room, but it's, it's, it's vastly different from before. But the NBA has progressed to the point where in the – mid 90s or, or maybe the early 2000s you know they didn't want to David Stern didn't want to see his NBA games with playoff games where you know the final score was 74 to 82 and, and we had a lot of those games and so you know they wanted to get to a situation where they could push the ball and it's, it's almost like kind of like what we see in the NFL wherein you know the it's, it's offensive mo- the, the, the motive is for the offense um, you know, and they want teams to, to flourish and score a bunch of points. And that's the way it is. Now, playoff basketball comes, you know, is, is different in the in the NBA now than it is 
in the past and obviously there are less possessions less up and down the court you have to play more of a half court game if you will but uh it's it's just hard to compare errors it's really hard to compare errors it's, it's hard to compare you know to say if you know like we mentioned steph curry you know if you put steph curry if you put steph curry in 1988 uh, steph curry might be mark price you know and that's no diss but that's who he might be he may not be what he is today and you take mark price out of 88 and you bring him into 2018 he might be steph curry we You'll ne- we'll never know. It's good for debate. It's good for fodder. It's good for you know podcasts like this. But I just think it's it's hard when you start comparing eras because you just you it's hard to quantify the player and the the style of play. Um, so that that they got me to thinking about some other things. So now, <laughs> obviously, and, and and there's a root to this. Obviously. When you start talking about players and you start talking about ranking, you know, their accomplishments are going to come up. So how do you quantify this guy over that guy? And it's about, you know, their accomplishments or whatever. And when you start moving up, the conversation of rings will come into play. So, Zeke, I'll start with you. When it comes to discussing players and their rankings, how much if at all, should their accomplishments and their rings matter? Oh, well, I mean, I think you, know, you have some measurement, like, you know, you got to have an argument, you know, if, if, you, if you didn't have anything to measure it by, you know, everybody just going to go by whoever had the nastiest crossover, whoever had the nastiest ups, right. you know, it, it, the conversation just merely becomes about, you know, talent. And we all know it's, it's way more to the game than just talent. So you have to have some measurable something to measure so you know you got to look at statistics you got to look at championships because you know that's that's just what it is i don't like it when it's just strictly about championships because you know a lot of times with the way the nba is structured you know a lot of times cats can't control where they play you know you end up playing for a sucky team sucky organization whack coach you know you <laughs> can't i mean you know you're stuck you know um you know what if kevin garnett would have you know, left after his first four years on his contract, our first seven years of his contract. Right. What if you left him to the Lakers or left and went to, you know, someplace where, you or know, they had, would have stayed. Right. You know, so, oh. so oh. I don't, um, I don't, I don't like <clears throat> only looking at championships, but I think you do have to, um, definitely give people a bump who have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then, you know, you also got to look at impact because I think, you know, when you talk about players like, um, um, I think D was about to mention earlier, Elgin Baylor, Dr. J, Allen Iverson. You know, you're talking about people who, um, George Gervin, who who impacted the game in ways mm-hmm. that you can't measure. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and and that, that has to be somehow um, still assessed because, I mean, Allen, Allen Iverson made, you know, he pretty much turned the league he made David Stern accept hip hop. Like, who, who, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he went from right. Michael Jordan wearing Italian cut suits every night with the hoop in ring coming out, articulating his words and everything. Subject and verbs agree. And so, this cat was the face of the league. And the heck, and this dude come out here with cornrows and baggy jeans and Jesus pieces and, you know, 40 he bars. Just, Yo, rap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and he dropped, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he, he did it on the court, too. And, and uh, became probably one of the best, if not the best, little man ever played a game. And you got to give that a, a bump, you know? No, nah, he didn't win any championships. No, he wasn't, you know, probably could have done a little, you know, better with his his uh, career in terms of working out and, and doing the right things and taking care of his body. But, you know, hey, you got you to gotta be able to look at that impact and say, yo, that, that's impact that's unparalleled to any other player. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I think impact, I think statistics and, you know, championships are probably the three biggest categories, and then you kind of go from there. Drew and D. Drew and D. What about you, D? I mean, I've, I've never really been one to say that um, – rings determine your status in 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 where we rank you and and let me just be clear i hate rankings because like you said in the beginning it's so subjective it it's about you know what you like who you like did you like the team uh did you like the era it, it's so subjective i i really hate top 10 top five i hate those but what i want to talk about real quick was like elgin baylor for instance i wasn't aware that the season that they lost to uh, Boston, and I wasn't—I mean, I wasn't even like born. Might have been sixty-nine, or whatever. But the year he averaged like thirty-something, like thirty-seven points and like twenty-something rebounds, it was like a crazy number. But at the same time, he was in the military. I didn't know that. Mm. He only played on the weekends. I had no clue about that because I wasn't alive. But when I heard that story the other day, because he released a book. Yeah, he just dropped or whatever. And it was like he was talking about his, his life in the NBA and, and all that stuff. And it was like he could only play on, on Saturdays and Sundays. And he had to fly back to the base on Sunday nights and be at on, on in, in formation on Monday mornings. Wow. I was blown away because, like, how do you do that? I remember my days in the military. You don't have time to think about outside life. So for him to, to leave on Friday night or whatever – and go wherever the Lakers were and then play on Saturday and Sunday and still average 37 and like 20-something rebounds was ridiculous. That's ridiculous to me. But we don't really recognize him because, number one, he didn't win a title. Mm-hmm. So because of he didn't win a title, people overlook him. But Elgin Baylor was like so dope. His numbers are so dope considering what he went through. And we never give him the credit for that because he didn't win a title. So I hate throwing the whole title thing in. Like, are you trying to tell me that Pat Ewing wasn't dope because he didn't win a title? Are you telling me that Charles wasn't dope because he didn't win a title? Carmelo wasn't dope because he won a title. It just I could name so many people who didn't win a title, right. but they were great. And I just I hate throwing the whole title thing in there. So I try to look at it from a perspective of what was their total impact. And back to what Zeke said, like. AI, his impact was so much greater than just his crossover. He made the league accept hip-hop. He really did. Like, they were like, what the hell is happening right now? And this little dude came into the league. He's like, he he, he has tattoos. He got cornrows. And he got a mixtape. What the hell is this? (laughs) What the hell is going on right now? So, his impact was so major. Like, there are so many dudes in the league right now with all full of tests and people look at the, the game now and they they look at like LeBron they look at uh uh, uh, uh Birdman I'm thinking about dudes who got like a bunch of tattoos and they look at them like you know, they, they look at them like it's acceptable but it wasn't always acceptable society wise right before AI AI came in 
and he was the one that had all the tats and, and the corn rolls and the baggy joints and the league and people who watched the league had to look at it like they're regular just like me so yeah maybe AI didn't win the, the whole thing but yo his impact was so major that when you look at lists like this it's like I guess if you if you like light skin and, 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 and blue eyes you, you can do that you know the cute colors. We, 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 we're going to discuss that too. You like the cute colors? Uh, you can you you can you can like that. But understand that AI was was somewhere that the league was not ready for just yet. And and the, and the, and to add to that, D and, and Derek, I mean, uh, and Kyle, you know, as far as the we were talking about championships, I think another thing you do have to look at, maybe not so much about championships, the ring, but I do think you have to have led your team in having a winning team. Like, I, I don't think... Mm-hmm. I You don't have to be a championship team, but I think you need to have to have one. Now, you can't just be like Jimmy Jackson. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. Wow. You know, you just Shout can't be cat that just be like a journeyman who just put up numbers who didn't really have impact with winning. So I, I do think winning has to have a factor in there. I wouldn't... I'm, I agree with you, D. I don't think it should just be championships or, or you whack. But like Patrick Ewing, he won. I mean, he was you know mm-hmm. he played in the same era as Michael Jordan. I mean, so you got to get that. You know, Michael Jordan just kicked his butt. Um, right. Nothing he could do about it. Um, you know, so I just I do think winning and being able to lead your team into having a successful winning record counts. Part of your stats, no doubt, no doubt. And um, <clears throat> D, I actually I actually pull this thing up here while you were talking about Elgin Baylor, twenty-seven um, fourteen. They were yeah they. Yeah. This this particular year, 61-62, Elgin Baylor finished fourth in MVP voting. Elgin Baylor averaged 38 points. Come on now. 18 rebounds a game. Come on now. Come on now. 44 minutes a game. And he finished fourth. All right? Come so, on, so, man. So, 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 so listen, listen close. He finishes fourth. Coming in at third, Oscar Robertson. This is the year that he averaged a triple-double. He did not win the MVP. He Did averaged not. 30, 12 rebounds, 11 mm-hmm. points a game. I'm excuse me, 11 assists Come on. a game. Come on, man. He came in third. Coming third. in at second, Wilt Chamberlain. Come on. How much did he average? He averaged 50, 50. points. 50. Come 50 on, points, man. 25 on. rebounds a game. Come on, man. Come on. 50 yo. points, 25 rebounds a game. And he finished second. The guy who finished first was the great Bill Walton. Excuse me, not Bill Walton. Damn, Bill Russell. I know better. I know we we know better. We know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I ain't even drinking. Uh, <laughs> Bill Russell. He averaged uh, nineteen points, twenty three rebounds a game, and he won the MVP. And, I, and I'm pretty sure Boston won the. Uh, I wasn't around in sixty two, but I'm pretty sure Boston won the uh, finals that year. So that right. just goes to show you how competitive it was. And again, we started the conversation by talking about Elgin Baylor, and he's fourth. He's fourth in MVP voting. Um, Come on, man. So Come you know, on, so man. that kind of leads credence to what we're talking about as far as you know these lists and stuff, and why it can be problematic. Um, answer the question. I think you know the accomplishments. You know, All Star games and 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 you know whatever other accolades that you get and according you know to others and i will admit rings it, it they do matter they do count for something um because that's you know how you 
I guess, stack up against the competition. But it can't be the only thing. And I, and I, I, I find it interesting as someone being tenured in basketball that I just don't I don't remember the conversation and I and I, I can't I can't bl- I can't blame Mike but I will blame Mike because I don't remember the conversation prior to Mike winning the rings I don't remember the conversation really being about rings when Bird and Magic were winning rings in the 80s I don't remember the conversation being about you know, how many rings they had and it was such an emphasis on the rings. And, and maybe it was because in Jordan, we saw something that we probably didn't think we'd ever see again. And he did it with such dominance or what have you, but the conversation turned to rings. And I mean, like there became a, it became a huge sticking point for people. And again, we read off the list. You look and see where Carl Malone is on the list and Carl Malone does not have any rings, but yet he is the all time leading scorer in NBA history. You know, that should count for something. And he's 21 on the list. You know, you would think that if, you know, the guy who, who leads the league in points, you know, I mean, hell, the guy who he passed, Kareem, is that. Wait, 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 wait. Did he pass Kareem? I'm sorry. You know what? My bad. My bad. He did not. That's, he that's was he's second. That's my argument. That's is, my, he, okay. is, he, is he second? Thank you. Okay, he's he second. might be second. Okay, MJ third. Okay, okay, okay. Don't, so, don't do that to my argument. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. So, Ooh. my my point in even saying that is Carl Malone against he's in the top five as far as scoring, and he's not there. So, you know, I I don't I I don't try to lend a lot of credence to that because. I think it's a slippery slope because then you start saying, okay, well, how much did this person contribute to the ring? I mean, because, you know, and we, we throw out the old Robert Ori argument. He's got, what, seven rings. You know, what? so what does that matter? Does that mean he's better than, you know, Jordan? Does that mean he's better than Pippen? Does that mean he's better than Shaq? You know, so I don't put so much into rings. I know when the discussion comes, and we'll, we'll touch on it a little later, um, you know, between some other guys, some of some of the some of the newer cats, uh, you know, that always comes up. Um, one other question I had about uh, this when it comes to these lists, and D, I'll start with you. When people are talking about these lists, obviously, you know, you have your your favorites. Why do you think people can't separate? Because I'll tell anybody, my favorite player to ever play the game is Michael Jordan. My second favorite player is Allen Iverson. I would watch Allen Iverson play. If Allen Iverson is prime, I would watch over anybody on this list in his prime, anybody. He's my second favorite, but you know, I can't say that he's the second greatest player in NBA history. So my question to you, D is how, why is it so hard for people to separate their favorites and, you know, because somebody feels like they're their favorite, that they're the greatest. Like if you're a Kobe fan or you're a LeBron fan or you're a Jordan fan or you're a Shaq fan. And because you're their fan, you feel you automatically feel like they're the greatest, even though they may not be. I happen to attribute that the answer, the answer to that question to social media. Okay. Like people are scared to say what they feel because social media as a whole may not agree with them. For instance, my favorite player is Magic. Mm-hmm. I think y'all both know that about oh, me. No question. My favorite player is Magic. But I believe that the greatest of all time is Kareem. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Kareem got, what, four high school championships, 
three college and six uh, pro. Shut the hell up, everybody. <laughs> I don't understand why we even have this conversation. But there are some people who are scared to say that they don't like LeBron or they don't like Magic or they don't like Mike. They're, just, they're, fear, they're fearful of the, the backlash from social media. And that, that really is funny to me because whenever I see people who have these conversations or have these arguments that they want to call them, I always ask them, like, what's your criteria? Like, right. is your criteria, like, Fox News and ESPN, or is it what you really feel? Because if it's what you really feel, feel, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't understand what your argument is. You, you're, you're arguing a point that does not make sense. This list to me, as a matter of fact, the top five is ridiculous. We'll get to that later. But I, I, I want people to just express how you really feel and forget social media. But I think that social media has taken a, 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 a toll on people's ability to express their own opinion. There are so many people who are afraid to say that I like LeBron more than Michael Jordan because A, B, C, and D. They're so afraid to just you can say it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a problem to say it. But when the when the when the Michael Jordan fans come back and say, well, he won six titles. You can actually combat that if you're true to what you feel. But some people are so afraid. They're just so afraid to get this social media backlash as if you will disagree on Facebook. Somebody's going to come to your house and slap you. I, do not, <laughs> I really don't get the un, I don't get why you're so scared to admit that you like LeBron more than MJ. And by the way, a lot of people nowadays on on social media, the younger ones, used to be exactly young, the Thundercats, you didn't see Mike play. Right. You have an absolute legitimate reason for liking LeBron more. You didn't see Mike. You didn't see what Mike went through with the Pistons and the and, and the Celtics and 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 uh and the and the Trailblazers. You didn't see it. Mm-hmm. You heard about it. You might have seen some clips, but you didn't live it. So you actually have legitimate reasoning for why you like LeBron more. But for whatever reason, you're scared that social media is going to jump down your throat and say, you can't like LeBron more than than, 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 than uh, Michael Jordan. That's crazy. It's actually not crazy if you look at the eras in which they actually saw the players play. Right. I don't get it. They're so scared. Just be you. I don't get it. True indeed, or or just say, hey, I, I didn't see Jordan play. I ain't, I didn't see hey, Jordan didn't in his prime. I, I saw, I saw. Exactly. You know, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I totally agree. What, what about you, Zell? How, how do you, how do you see that? I mean, um, I, I think it's, you know, I think that that's a good point D made just about social media and the, and the influence it has on everyone's opinions. For me, I, I think I, I, I look at basketball totally different because. I played a little bit. I played a little bit, right? So I understand. <laughs> oh, a little that, bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. I played a little bit. I mean, you know. And so the way I look at it is, I mean, I can't, you know, if I see somebody play and I see something impressive, I guess the 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 basketball junkie in me won't allow me to just disrespect somebody's skill set because of, I like another person. Like that's just that's just nuts. You know what I mean? Um, um, so I, I look at it through a lens of, you know, if someone is talented, they're talented, you know, and I, I, I can't take nothing away from talent. You know, um, you know, when you when you are 
top 10 or top 5 player that ever played a game and there's arguments about nuances about who is better. I mean, you don't get to be great in basketball at the level that we're talking about here. We're talking about the top 100 players ever to play. I mean, you don't ain't, ain't a whole bunch of luck in that. I mean, that's that, that's 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 hard work, that's talent, that's you know, overcoming a lot of odds, that's eating and living and breathing basketball. So, you know, from that perspective, I always, you know, draw a line between, you know, my little subjective thing. I may not like the way this cat did this interview, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, I may not like this team. I ain't like the fact Mike didn't do nothing with, say nothing about black people for 20 years. You know what I mean? Whatever it is that right. you don't like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to throw that shot in there for Kyle. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. I, I can't dispute that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, so I think those are the things that kind of sway, you know, people's opinions. You got a favorite team. You got a favorite guy. You know, if you haven't really, you know, I think step out of your step out of that fandom and kind of just look at everything in an objective way. If you've never done that, I mean, it's sometimes you got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to give it up. Like, you know, you got to give it up. I used to. People used to call white chocolate when he came into the league. I was ah, oh, anybody could be nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did used to shit on white chocolate for yeah, real. Yeah, you did. You shit yeah, you so did. hard on white chocolate back in the day. After a while, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I feel, I feel you on that. I feel you. On so that. you gotta, you gotta be, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta be objective at the end of the day. But yeah, I, I do think people gotta step out of fandom, and you can evaluate the game and look at what people actually do outside of your fandom. You know, you should be able to respect what a lot of people bring to the table. And I, and I, 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 I agree with that. I think you know one of the hardest things it is, at least in detail on it, as far as social media, it's okay to say, nah, I would, I ain't really like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and be right. true to that conviction. You know, if I say, well, nah, you know, I, I liked, you know, Isaiah. Or like, I might say, okay, I, I didn't like Isaiah as a person. I didn't like the Pistons. But I give him his props. He was a hell of a basketball player. That's okay to say. Or say, hey, I hated, you know, the, the, the 96 Bulls because they ran over my Milwaukee Bucks. Whatever the case may be. Um, and I think... One thing people tend to, and I see this a lot on social media, one thing people tend to, to, to get twisted is that it's okay to like more than one superstar. <laughs> like, wow. I, I, this, this whole new generation of, um, <coughs> like you said, Thundercats. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a, anybody knows me, I'm, a, I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan, right? Live in Atlanta, support the home team, whatever, whatever. I mean, we, we suck, so it's okay. Garbage. I mean, we are. We, 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 I mean, you know, the, the Hawks will, if the Hawks win a championship, I hope it happens in my lifetime. Um, but I'll say this, though. I'm such a fan of basketball that even though I don't, like, I don't personally like, like Kobe, I, I've said this plenty of times, i said it on Dead End Sports Podcast a lot. Like, Kobe Bryant is somebody I could never see me hanging out with Kobe. Like, I, if I knew Kobe, like, I still wouldn't hang out. I wouldn't be like, yo, Kobe, let's go get a drink. But if Kobe's on TV, even though I hated the Lakers, even though I didn't like Kobe personally, Kobe was bad as hell. And I really enjoyed watching him play. And I think 
one of the things that, at least for me on a personal note, I think like there were some years that I think we missed some of his greatness because we were caught up in, well, I like Kobe. I, I like this guy. I like Allen Iverson, so I can't watch Kobe. Today's fans have more access. I, I started the podcast by saying how I watch games on tape delay. You ain't had no choice when the game was on tape delay. If the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns were playing, damn it, that's who you were watching. There was no, there was no league pass. You couldn't change the channel. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's okay to like the players that you because the, these are generational players, and understand that at some point in time they're going to get old. They're going to retire. I mean, like we didn't, we never thought we'd see a day where, you know, Magic would retire, where Bird would retire, where Kareem would retire, where Jordan would retire. And that time happens. And the same will happen for today's stars as well. So you enjoy them while they're here. Um, And then you don't want to miss what they have. But I think, you know, people need to just kind of chill on that and understand that it's okay to like somebody. It's okay to dislike somebody. But, you know, be honest and be, um, just be honest with yourself and be honest with others and understand that if somebody doesn't like it, you know, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You, it, it doesn't warrant, <laughs> doesn't warrant uh, an argument. And me, you <coughs> arguing with me on social media isn't going to make me like that player anymore just because you, you know, because I said I didn't like him. So um, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick commercial and we'll come back. And on the other side of the break, uh, we're going to break down this list, man. We, we, we're going we're to have a little fun with it. So sit tight. We'll be back in just a second. What was your trash talk with Michael like? Was there a level of respect toward each other? Always. I, I mean, I wouldn't have, without Michael Jordan, I wouldn't have had the vision. You know what I mean? Um, he made me want to play basketball. You know, I, I honestly wanted to be like Mike. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, that commercial meant so much to me because I was one of the people that wanted to be like Mike. So I owe a lot to him. That's why I thanked him the way I did in my Hall of Fame speech because – you know, I really believe that as a basketball player, if it wasn't for Michael Jordan, there wouldn't be no Allen Iverson. And just like that, we are back. Once again, it's your boy, 12 Kyle. Uh, the 12 Kyle podcast got my boys up in here. I'm talking about the homies from way back. Uh, D Love Hall and Easy Does It VA in the building. Uh, we're talking about Slam's 50 greatest players of all time in the NBA, or maybe not so much the 50 greatest. Um, D, you, you, you said you wanted to address something uh, right before we went to commercial break. I mean, yeah, I want to address something real quick. Like, all the Michael Jordan fans in the world, don't hate me. I don't like him. I never did, so don't really hate me on this. But Michael Jordan fans as a whole, can y'all admit, finally, that one of the main reasons why, especially you, Kyle, why y'all didn't like Kobe is because he was too close he was too much of a carbon copy of y'all homeboy MJ. Can y'all admit that finally? Because you know, for, for a lot me, of y'all was like, y'all didn't want to admit it out loud, but can, can y'all admit that shit now? I, you know, you know, I've always given Kobe his props on the court. I, honestly, I don't have any problem with him studying "Come Fly with Me" for fifteen thousand hours, however he did, just yeah. to mimic Mike's moves. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I ain't got a no problem with that. My problem, I just, I, Kobe just always, just from interviews and, you know, the stuff that we heard, you know, and the whole Shaq thing, he just sounded like a dude like you just didn't want to hang with. And, you know, all those years Kobe was in L.A. When Kobe said, like, his fav- his 
closest teammate was like Luke Walton or some shit. I was like, come on, man, really? You come, you're, that's your favorite teammate of all time, Luke Walton. Um, but no, nah, it, it it wasn't it wasn't um I, I it wasn't anything that had to do with basketball. I my my dis my disdain for Kobe was just strictly on who I thought he was personally. Again, I don't know. I've never met Kobe before. If I saw Kobe on the street, I say what's up and keep it moving. I, I, it's, it's nothing personal. Um, but he, he again, he doesn't seem like somebody I would want to hang out with. Now, Allen Iverson, I would want to hang out with Allen Iverson. I don't know what would go down if I hung out with Allen Iverson. Okay, okay, but seriously, yeah. before before the rape charge, all right, before the rape charge happened in Utah and the, mm-hmm. the, that that whole situation, Kobe was loved. Well, you know, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe was always loved. was loved, but you know, you know what the problem before, was before the rape charge. But but he, herein lies the problem, and this is for not just Kobe, but Kobe and Shaq. And I told you this before, and I told you and my, one of my other partners, who's a, who, who's a diehard LA Lakers fan. I, as a Laker hater, <laughs> I felt like if they had stuck um, it together, Kobe and on. Shaq. They would have taken the game to a whole nother level. And I think, and I told you, I thought that they let some petty shit get in between them and it destroyed what could have been. Now, we, you know, again, we, we talked, we touched a little bit about rings. There's no doubt in my mind that Kobe and Shaq would have had at least, at least eight or nine rings, at the very least, because nobody wow. was touching them. Eight or nine. Eight or nine. Stop. Eight We've had this discussion. We've had this discussion. We, not me and you. Yes, we not have. Me and you. Yes, we have. You were drunk. We, we must have been because, drunk. Dude, I'm drunk now. But I remember. <laughs> I might have said five or six. Not no eight or nine. I, th- I think they would have won eight or nine. No, I think. let's be clear. Let's be clear. Kobe Bean Bryant was not hated the way he got hated before. He told the police yeah, that he should have paid. Yeah, that 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 changed a like lot. So, just, now, that I, changed I, everything. I can't, that I can't everything. Speak, well, now I can't speak for everybody it else. That, everything. I didn't. That that wasn't cool for me. I it just, changed everything. Kobe was not hated. Now Kobe might have no, had. No, I no, I no, no. Hold up, D. Kobe, Kobe was hated. He was hated. He wasn't. He wasn't hated as much. Not like that. Not like that. No. No, yeah, and I, and I, I no. think I think I think y'all, you know, the, the, I think the nuanced difference is, is like the media. I think Kobe was a media darling. He was yes, loved yes. by the media, yes. and he was propelled. You know, I mean, I think he was put because you know he was, you know, everybody was looking for the next Michael Jordan. Yep. And, and and when he came around and all that, I I do think he was loved and he was a media darling. Now I do think there was some Kobe made some faux pas. You know, he he did some stuff. That I'll say the urban demographic, you know what I mean? That we probably did not buy into the Kobe Bryant brand. Right. As, you know, we, we probably didn't because it, it didn't look as authentic as Mike. Or it didn't look as authentic as AI. As, as AI. So right. it was it was the media who kind of put him on that platform. And I, I think, you know, it's going to be difficult for people who like AI and then like Kobe. It's just like, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Kobe was rapping and stuff like that. He was trying to be no, in Italian. In Italian. bars in Italian, man. Yes, listen, man. He he was trying to appease to that demographic. But I think on as far as the the commercial success, he was loved, and yeah. then all the commercial success. 
started collapsing after the rape, and then yep. you know yep. when he started snitching on snack on on Shaq, that's when all the bro- that, that's when all the brothers were like, yeah, I can't do, yeah, I can't yeah. do, right, right, it was a rap. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's uh but no, nah, I again my disdain for Kobe this man talking. <laughs> my disdain for Kobe just you know, it it wasn't it wasn't anything like that. I mean again and I always say I always preface my comments by saying he was a phenomenal basketball player. And I told you even when those latter years, man, I really enjoyed watching him play because I know and I knew for a fact then and I said it, we weren't gonna see anything like that again. And I think sometimes, again, like I mentioned earlier, you get so caught up into your guy or your guys that you sometimes as a fan, man, you just got to stop and appreciate the, the talent that's on that court, man, because we don't see that kind of talent coming. We, you know, we, we get different uh, variations of it, but we just don't see it coming. So I, I think that's something to definitely be appreciated. Um, so let's jump into this list, man. Um, I'm just going to throw out some random players, man, and and you just you tell me all you got to say is too high, too low, but just about right. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> D, Larry Bird at 10, too high, too low, or just about right? I might. You know what? That might be just about right today. Maybe... Five years ago, I'd have said too low, mm-hmm. but now, as I'm looking at the, the 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 others in front of him, like I can't think of. Hold on, let me look one more time. Yeah, yeah, it it might be just right because I, I really can't think of who I would put behind him in the top ten. Like Larry Bird did his thing in the '80s, and 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 he was nice. He he did, but. Uh, okay. See for me for me to for me to say it's too low, that would mean there's somebody in front of him I can move. And quite honestly, I can't look at this list and say I would move him from ten. I can't put him in front of Duncan or Chamberlain, Russell. Yeah, he he, he might be just right. Okay. Actually he might be just right. Okay. Uh Zeke, um I mean we I, I know the answer, but too high, too low, or just about right. Isaiah Thomas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he got personal. I gotta get personal. Um, man, I mean, look, statistically, you know, he's probably not gonna be above any of them people. Um, but you know, like I said, the argument about impact. Um. I still think that you have to weight that in some at some level. I mean, I don't know how you quantify it, but you know, as far as the little man being able to lead a team to a championship and do it twice, and probably should have had three in a row, went for a phantom jump hook call. On, on- <laughs> oh, shut up, man! Get over it, man! Get over it! I mean, he said, so- let him be a foul, let him be a foul, fucking Kareem. Shut up. Hey, hey, Phantom so with that with that bullshit that's called. <laughs> <laughs> He probably would go down. It's probably one of the most, uh, significant little man to ever play. So in, in that regard, I, you know, I think he probably needs to go up. I even have comments about even Larry Bird maybe having to go up, but I think Derek's argument is legit in terms of I could definitely move Bird up. 
who who would you replace? Who, 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 I, 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 I could I could move Shaq down and move Bird up. No, no, that's too far. But look, wow. let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but no, but let, but let me say this about Larry Bird. That's another impact question, right? Because you know, in the eighties, exactly. and yeah. if you want to talk about what him and Magic did, and they ran there being rivals, and for the eighties, they pretty much brought the NBA. And you needed a Larry Bird to just keep it a buck because he was white, right? And you had to have the white boy in the NBA that could compete with the brothers, and he did that. And he was able to build that fan base because everybody was rooting, you know, who you like, Magic, or you like Bird, and, and Bird you know that, was so that cold too. He was so cold. So now look, what? absent absent of that, now if you take that narrative away from Larry Bird, you know, of course he's he's good where he needs to be, right there at, at ten. But if you want to talk about that impact, definitely would probably bump him even above Tim Duncan. Not statistically, okay. not because he's a better player, only because his impact to the NBA was far greater than Tim Duncan's. You know, you know, everybody knows Tim Duncan don't give a damn, but you know, he don't care nothing about basketball. That nigga like swimming. He don't even get so. a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he had the same shape up for twenty years, B. <laughs> so. I mean, so and I, I, and I and I view Isaiah through the same lens because I think, you know, you really you really saw um, a little man um, be the focal point of a team and 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 win championships consistently or win consistently. That's difficult, you know, without having like a big man, especially in the '80s, having a big man or you know somebody that was six six and up. You know, it's just difficult to to do. So um, I would say up because of impact, not because of the numbers. Okay. So you yeah, where, Isaiah. Where's Isaiah? Where's Isaiah at right now? Isaiah's Seven. at yeah, 17. I mean, he should be a, he should be ahead of Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, okay. I had to find him. Yeah, you're right. Correction. You're okay, right. so D, what about you? Uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Where is he at? Charles Barkley's at 20. at 20. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely above Light and Cuddly. He definitely above him. <laughs> damn about that. That title. Oh no, no shout outs. No shout outs. Um, um he should be above Kevin Durant. I don't care about that I mean, title. You don't have you don't have to tell me where, where you would put him. Just I mean, just whether or not he, he is he where he needs to be, should he be higher, lower, or he should be higher. Okay. He should be higher. He should be higher. Um, Kevin Durant shouldn't be in the top twenty. Because if you look at Golden State, how they're playing right now without Steph, with Kevin Durant, uh Draymond Green. And with um, Clay Thompson, your boy ain't showing up. Okay. So that alone should like Charles Barkley should move up from that alone. So let's take uh, Durant and put him at twenty and move Chuck up. Okay. Chuck up. Chuck should be shit eighteen. Put uh, and put Steph at at least seven nineteen and put Durant at twenty. Fuck that shit. I don't okay. care. Okay. So you got Durant in the top twenty. Um, yes. He's gonna be in twenty. Okay. Uh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. 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 Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Z, what about you? Would you put Durant in the top twenty? Uh, I was gonna change him. Um. All time. For me. Just off. The, just off the top of your head. No. Look at 21, 22 and change him for me. For me. <laughs> um, top twenty of all time right now, Kevin Durant. I would have to say. Regrettingly, I have to probably say, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to say no. Okay. Yes. Okay. Drop okay. I'm gonna have to say no. Okay. All right. Um, Zeke, Chris Paul at 35. 
Uh, up, down, or is he about where he should be? 35, Chris Paul. Um, I, I think he's definitely in the next, you know, he's definitely in the next 10 or 20. So I say it's close. I mean, I don't really know about, um, you know, um, yeah, I think it's I think he's about where he needs to be. Okay, okay. What about you, D? Chris Paul. I would switch him with Clyde Frazier. Okay. I would switch him. Just I mean, it, 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 it's it's close enough. Yeah, so that, that's close. I, would, I mean, you, you only so, bumped yeah, it down. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't like it's like a. It's not. It's not like pissing me off when I see it. Him and Clyde. I will. I will switch him and Clyde up a little okay. bit right there. Um. And that's only because he ain't won yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Okay, Zeke. <laughs> oh shit! You laugh. Scotty Pippen. He's too low. Scotty Pippen's at twenty-two. Two. Twenty-two. Um. Scotty Pippen got five rings. Scotty Pippen six, 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 six of them. Six, six, six of them. Don't short change. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I, mean, I want a short change, Mister Beijing. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Um, um, yeah, he definitely need to be above Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is probably the big question mark on the list. Okay, to be quite honest, at thirteen, and and, and because I got to give the history, you know, like we just talked about Elgin Baylor, and we just talked about some of these other guys, you know, like yeah. Yeah. average fifty points a game. I mean, we can't just poo poo on that. Bill Russell averaged twenty rebounds for his career. Wow. I mean, that's just. Stupid wow. stuff. Impressive. I mean, I know it's against a bunch of little, you know, little, six five. Yeah, YMCA but it's still dudes. twenty boards a game. I mean, twenty boards a game. And he averaged like fifteen points. And so it was, he was like, like what, eight I, teams in the league that year, back then, right? He averaged twenty boards a game. Something like that. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> he ain't coming up off boards. that. Yeah, he twenty boards. I got you. Twenty, 20 boards. I think they played a whole bunch of goddamn games. Though. Then they play like they still play like sixty, seventy games though, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, I'll say he, he he needs to go up. I'll say I give him up. I just don't know where up, but I get I say up. Okay. Okay. Off of, off of the mic shit, you know. I give him. <laughs> his, daddy, his daddy his daddy get him up the list. D, um... <laughs> his daddy. This dude is so disrespectful, know, right? Man. Um, <laughs> D, let's go to um. Let's go to let's go to Dominique at forty one. Dominique Wilkins. Ooh. Dominic at 41. Let me see. Moving him Dominic up. Moving him down. Is he about right Kevin where he needs to be? Kevin Hayden, Bob Cooley, Russell Westbrook. Actually, as much as I hate to say it, as I look above him, basically, uh, yeah, he. you know what? That might be right. Nick at, at 41 might because Nick played absolutely no defense. I mean, he, that, that might people on his list play defense? Well, above Neek. Above Neek. If we go about a list, I'm going by the list. Right, I'm just right, going right, right. the list. There's a bunch of dudes in front of him that actually play defense, so... Some, not all, but okay, I get your point. I mean, what what did Neek... Okay, for you. You know, that, that's you. always been a knock on what it. And it's, it's, not, it's, it's not me just trying to defend Neek because he, he's Atlanta, but I mean, like... Honestly, I think 
if I had to place him, I think that I think forty was about right. I think he's yeah. I think so too. You know, I think he, it's about right. You could you could probably make a case to try to put him, you know, in the next tier, which would be no no lower than thirty. But you, who in that thirty? You know, okay. If I okay, would, Rick, would you move? Rick, right. See, Rick Barry's you, when at, you asked that question. Rick Barry's at thirty-two. I, I might just on a just because but, I love see, Dominique. I might at, move. Just and that's just me being a hater. Not not even a hater, but just love Dominique. I might and, move and, Dominique down. And that goes back to I didn't see Rick Barry play. I did. I heard, I heard stories about Rick Barry and, and the underhand free throws, and well, he know, did break the championship Golden State back in the day. I heard about yeah. that, but I didn't see him play. So you know, what I did. Uh, I take that back. I didn't. I think Rick Barry was done. If he wasn't done, he was on the downside of his career, and it's just like right, um, right. You know, when people talk about, you know, in fact, I had a we, we got into a real heated discussion. Well, I don't want to say heated. Uh, me and some of my boys, we got into a discussion about Kareem um, and I made the point that you know Kareem at least I, I saw Kareem on the downside of his career now yeah he still was dropping that sky hook and nobody was blocking it but at the same time Kareem never carried the Showtime Lakers like that you know you always you always associated their championships with Magic and even though Cap was on the team I mean, and it wasn't like he was a scrub on the team it wasn't no nights where he was just where you throw him the ball and say, "Yo, Cap, go get us forty. That type. Yeah, of but don't, but don't forget, Milwaukee got a championship. Yeah. Oh yeah. No question. But, but again, that, that championship happened before I was born. So I'm just, I'm just saying, don't forget it happened. No, 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 no doubt. No, he he did that before. I mean, like his his, his you can't dump on Kareem three, at all. Four three six. Four three um, six. Okay, let me get one more. Um, I just had it. So Patrick Ewing. Um, you 30? know, I, I'm gonna tell you where I thirty. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, I'm gonna hit this. I'm gonna hit this. I mean, you know, I, I got a little bit of, I got a soft spot for Pat. Yes, yeah. sir. We do. We both do. So, if anybody, if I had to look at the guys that don't have rings, you know, um, I, I would consider probably him and Barkley as my two greatest to not have rings. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. And um, and I think uh, he would probably go above a John Stockton who does who doesn't have a ring. Okay. So yeah. looking at the list, yes, yes, John Stockton at twenty five. Okay. So you move Pat from tw- from thirty to twenty five. I mean, oh. if I had to just my that's my Nick bias in me saying that. <laughs> I think I think and he that's had, my Hoyer destroyer bias. Yeah, I, I I you know I think he had a significant career. I think. You know, they said about the mystery um, lottery ball and all this kind of things to try to bring the big New York relevant again. I, I just think he had a big time impact on the NBA uh, more than what people give him credit for. And, um, you know, and I think John Stockton, you know, I think 25 is high for, for you know, but I know he led the, he led the NBA in assists. So you got to have somebody around this big passing the ball. But, you, know, I, I, you know what? I need to find out. Well, I need to look up John Habitat's stats. Now, his John Havacek stats is kind of crazy, B. Yeah. Are they? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I'll, be, I'll be the first to be. I don't know. Hey, um, listen. I looked at him a long time ago. I'm, I'm a good <laughs> man, but I remember when I saw him, I was like, damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I stand pat, then I stand pat. All right. No. So, I got two more. Um, D, I'll start with you. I, I, I want to get both of your opinions on this one. Um, Russell Westbrook at 37. 
Hold on, let me find where he at. 37. He's at 37. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Wait a minute. I can make a case that that's too high. Um, I can make it. So how, do, so how do you view Chris Paul then? Honestly, um, I I probably wouldn't have Chris Paul that high. Chris okay. Paul, oh, Chris, okay. Chris we can Paul go. probably, Chris Paul and West, Russell Westbrook would be in the top fifty, I guess. Would but, you have Chris Paul before Russell Westbrook after last night? Uh-huh. I mean, I, <laughs> would you have Chris honestly, Paul? I would. Over I would. I'd, I'd have I'd have Chris night. Paul over Res, Russell Westbrook. And really? and I, I I admire the triple double average or whatever like that, but it's mm. you know what, D. To be honest, I, I could see myself putting making up a list, and if I had Russell Westbrook at let's say forty and Chris Paul at thirty nine, like there there won't be much difference between them. Like so, I, I wouldn't have one ten points higher than the other one. Okay, well let me let me say this then. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have just personally I would have I would have Clyde Frazier at thirty five, Kuzi at thirty six, Aiden at thirty seven, Mikhail at thirty eight, Westbrook at thirty nine. And then Paul at forty. Okay. That's what I was. That's, that's I would switch all that shit. Okay, got because you. Got you. I don't. I, as much as I like Chris Paul, he hasn't done to me. He hasn't done much more than Westbrook has done with less. And I know Westbrook has been patting stats and all that jazz. But at the same token, you still got to get those boards. You still got to right. get those. Just, you you, you got to get them. And 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 Chris Paul. As much as I like him, he hasn't done much to separate himself that much to me from from Westbrook. So I have them like, you know what? I put Dominique up above them too. Okay. I put him at forty and forty one okay. and put Dominique up ahead of them. So, so you still, I, got, but you still got him back to back. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have back to back, but I have Dominique ahead of them. Okay. What about you, Z? What's the Westbrook? Yeah, uh, too high, too low, or just about right. Man, he above the he above the logo. Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Is it? Wow! He's getting started. He's getting started now. Um. You, so you put him above Jerry West at sixteen? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I misread it. I'm looking at Bob Cousy. I thought oh, okay, Bob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. No, scratch that. Okay. 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 I'm thinking about Bob Cousy and Jerry West the same. They like the same white boys to me. But anyway, um, <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> nah, what's the rest book, man? I mean, it's a preference, man. Some things are preference, mm-hmm. and um, there's no doubt what he brings to the game. His tenacity is unparalleled, and the way he approaches basketball is simply just. Some days I'd be like, "What the fuck?" So I gotta get. <laughs> Um, oh, you too. I'm not a big fan of the style of play. I'm just gonna be a, keep it a hundred on that. Now, I'm just not a big fan of, you know, my point guard leading me in all the damn stats. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, because of style and preference, I, I think it might be slightly high. 
Okay. You know, because he's a two guard playing point guard. Everybody know that. I don't know why right. nobody won't say that. Oh, they know they won't do it. They won't ever say that. Well, he's, 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 he's actually he's actually a tweener. He ain't even a two guard. He's just like a tweener ass. Yeah, because he doesn't really well, technically yeah. shoot well enough to be a two guard. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm gonna tell you what's impressive about Russell Westbrook that the entire organization is scared of him because they refuse to put another point guard with this nigga. (laughs) 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 If they would have got a point guard and slid that nigga to the two, KD would still be in Oklahoma City. You're right. Wow, wow, wow. He's right, he's right. (laughs) All right, last one from this list. Um, D. 23, D. Wade, Dwayne Wade. Ooh. Too, too high, too low? Mr. Kitchen. Right. Let's see. 23. Started Pedro Coleman. Oh, come on. Um. Look at the way rated. Let's say it. He said it. I didn't do it. I, I agree with him. Um, <laughs> he might be, honestly, too high. Okay. Um. I might put AI above him. I might put David Robinson above him. I might put Kevin Garnett above him. I might put, oh God, I can't say, don't tell my dad I said this shit out loud, y'all. Don't tell my dad. I might put John Stockton above him. Don't tell my dad. Don't tell my dad right now. Oh, my God. And that's shit. Um, no, no. Well, okay. Listen, I might not put Jason Kidd above him, but I didn't know that Jason Kidd's stats were so dope. I didn't know, like his three point percentage and and his assist. I didn't know that he shot so many threes. Mm-hmm. I I missed that part of his career. So, um. I might put Wade closer to 30 yeah. than 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, I, if according to the list, according to the list, I might put him closer to 30 than 23. Okay, okay. What about you, Zell? I definitely think D Wade gets way too much credit. You know how people, like we talked about the categories, about impact, about, you know, statistics, and then about championships and winning. Mm -hmm. He gets way too much credit for winning. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets way too much. Like, you know, in some some arguments, it's the thing that tips you over where he won. Well, he won, or he got a championship, or he got one there. In Dave's case, that is the only thing that, that keeps him in... The top tier of in in history. I mean, I hear people saying he was the he's the top whatever three two guards in history. I mean, I've heard that even be said. And um, I just don't know about. I don't know if he ever was. Um, I don't know if he was ever the best player on any of his championship teams. I'm just. Um, I don't know what happened. Yo, man, what are you doing? <laughs> Yo, D. Yo, D. Hey, Derek. <laughs> Derek Thompson. Hey, man, I can't, I can't deal with you right now, man. I deal with you. It's like Safari just got robbed. 
Run the jewels, B. Run the jewels. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, man. I'm, I'm gravy, dog. I'm listening to you break it down from real quick. Oh, I'm, my I'm gosh, good. man. It sounded crazy over there. It's like you getting robbed, dog. It's like, like Vietnam. Vietnam. Like, <laughs> oh, you're black and miles. I mean, all this is dog. Um, But, no, nah, that's what I think about D-Wade. I think- <laughs> right. Um, I think history has been. I think history has been very kind to his career, um, in terms of his impact. To I mean, the biggest. I think his biggest asset in his career is being cool with, with LeBron. Mm. Mm. I said it. I said it. I said it, and I'm sorry. Mm. And and I think <laughs> you ain't sorry. You ain't sorry. And yeah, listen, and the sorry. biggest thing he did in his career it was date Gab. I give him props on the Gab. On the gab. <laughs> wow. On the gab bag, good, good bag on that. He's right though. Okay, wow. I mean, that's it. That's all I got. I, I would honestly, I probably, I think, I think D Wade's too high. I, I probably, I can make a case for moving him down about ten slots. Um, and it's no, it's no disrespect on his game because I think he's a phenomenal player. But um, yeah, man, I, I just when he was on top, you know, he 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 was he definitely shined. Um, but 50 greatest, nah, I think 23 is just a little too high. A little too high for me. He had it. Hey, he had an eager dollar. He had an eager dollar. For- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? When you, he was like, you know, how, you know how them cats dead, they dead eager dollar to shoot, and he just not, he just jammed. Yep, yep, jammed to death. The, the, the people don't people don't remember how they did D Wade in that championship game. They let D Wade shoot. Yeah, That's why he, he kept him. and he, he, and he kept, made him. Kept scoring. Yeah, they wasn't gonna the, let Shaq beat him. And the rest is history. Yeah. All right, man. Let, let's let's address the elephant in the room, man. Um, did you talk about the Laker bias in the top ten? Are you talking about that? Whoa, 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 we, whoa, we can talk about that. Whoa. We can talk about that before whoa, we get out of No, we cannot. No, we cannot. Yes, we can. We can. <laughs> Is there a Laker bias in the top uh, 10? Let's see. Let's run off the top 10. Uh, let's see. There's a Laker at... There's a former Laker at number 8 in, in Wilt. Shaq at 6. Kobe at 5. Shut up, man. Shut up, man. Shut up, man. Shut up. Kareem at 4. Magic at 3. Yeah. You know what? See, I, Don't bite into this shit. Don't bite into this shit. There's a, there's a lot of Lakers up there. There's a lot of Lakers. Well, We'll get mad, and we got the best niggas in the league. And, and, and folks, if, if you haven't figured it out by now, my man D Love all over there is a diehard Laker fan. Now he he is a true Laker fan. He he's not yeah, one of those people that Kobe. that yeah. came when when Kobe got there. I mean, like he's been riding with Buffalo. the Lakers. Buffalo. He, and this, he don't even like Kobe. <laughs> and look, and quiet is quiet is a kept. It's a it's a lot of Laker love, and it's a lot of Boston hate. Like the Boston hate on here is significant. Like. Yeah. It's, it's right. It's right. Shut up. It's right. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that only thing that's wrong about this list is number one and number four. That's what's wrong. Mm, yep. No, no. I see. So, what, so what's the elephant in the room, Kyle? The elephant in the room. I mean, the what? when when I saw the list and I you know went and checked out a couple of websites or whatever where people were talking about it. Um, you know, people had. I didn't see I didn't see a lot of people have any issue with who was at number one. Uh quite a few people had an issue with who was at number two being LeBron James and Kobe were was at five. Um get, up. get over it. So 
if if the debate it's it's been a you know it's been a talking point even heard you know the the pundits the talking heads on ESPN you know go as far as to say that LeBron at this point in his career and I, and it could have been based on how he, how well he was playing this year because he, he he was phenomenal this season um, in 2018 um, you know the second best player of all time uh, could you conceive or if you're making a list. D, do you put LeBron over Kobe at this point? If, let, let's just say at, this, at the time of this recording, it's 2018. The playoffs have yet to start. Let's assume that LeBron does not win any more championships. He doesn't mm-hmm. win any more MVPs. He doesn't win any mm-hmm. more scoring titles. His career ends tomorrow because he got hooked on cocaine white women. Okay. So do you put him over Kobe? Do you put him at two on this list? You know what? 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 I can put him over Kobe. Okay, but not at not at number two. Okay, where, where would you put LeBron at? Maybe four. Maybe. Okay, so give and me, get mad, get mad, LeBron fans. Give, I don't care. Give me Kareem your top is, five. Give me your five. Kareem, me your five. Kareem's number one. Okay. Mike's number two. Magic's number three. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's number four, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Number four, the dude who's playing right now, who's you know playing who, in Cleveland. Who? We, we don't know. He plays in Cleveland. The little ball head motherfucker. Why you, trying to hide Le- why you can't say LeBron's four? Because I don't like the motherfucker. That's why I don't say it. <laughs> don't make me say it. Don't make me say it. Oh, oh, oh man, hate, 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 hate. It is. I do. I do hate him. But that's my that's my top four. I, I'll put Kareem at number one. Mm-hmm. Mike number two. Maddie three. That dude, number four. And number five. Woo, number five. Number five. Number five. You know what? I don't care, Laker fans. Y'all ain't real. Bill Russell, number five. Shut okay. up. Okay. <laughs> Zeke, yeah. what, what about you, man? Um, If, if you had to do a five, uh, could you see a situation where – well, two-part question. Give me your five, your top five. And then, you know, would you be putting on your all-time list, would you be putting LeBron over Kobe? Yeah, LeBron definitely goes over Kobe. Okay. That's almost a no-brainer. Um, uh, I'll put Mike at two. Um, oh, I'll put Mike at one. I'll put Mike. Listen, I'm, I'm with Derek on Kareem. I'm with Derek on the Kareem thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about one and two, but I do like Kareem in the top two. Somewhere, okay. so I, I, I can I can make an argument off of impact, and I think this is where impact. You know, when you have these discussions about top five, the nuance of mm-hmm. impact. You know, I think that, that is what pushes people over the top. They're still getting robbed by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I'm so There's so much noise on this. <laughs> but anyway. Um, no, but yeah, I think um, Kareem definitely, man. Um, I would give Mike the nod over Kareem just off of the impact, just because of the impact. Mm-hmm. I think statistically, statistically, you know, um, you can't argue with what Kareem has done, and you can't argue with what Mike has done. I mean, they they almost like cancel each other out with right. statistics and cancel each other out with championships. Um, um, only thing I think Mike had a more significant impact to the 
overall NBA and overall the game. Um, so that's why I would I would definitely keep. That's gonna remain never sold no shoes. Yeah, that too. You know, and it's different. Yes, he did. Shut up. Man, ponies so, yeah. don't count, man. Kareem's old so, yeah. ponies. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I go Mike. <laughs> I go Mike, Kareem, then LeBron. And this way it get tricky for me. I want to say Magic, right? I, I, right, I want right, to give Magic right. his love. But let me tell you my crit- criticism on Magic. I think Magic. Oh, I want to hear this. I think Magic Impact uh-oh, uh-oh, was, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Was, was great. I think Magic's winning and his championships were great. I don't think his the stats were that great. Okay. Well, that's yeah. fair enough. I think I mean, since that's fair. I mean, now he did average, uh, let me pull up. I think he almost damn near averaged a triple-double. He was 19, 11, and 7 over his career. So he did average 11 assists a game. That's big time. Right. Uh, 19, he didn't even average 20 points. Wow. So his impact, um, um, his impact was far greater than probably – you know, to the game more than maybe what he actually did on the floor. But I understand because his team was so talented that he didn't need to score. So, you know, that's a whole that's a whole nother thing. He was on a very talented team with a bunch of Hall of Famers. He didn't need to score. So I'll keep him at four. And then after four, um I'm almost, you know, I gotta give I gotta give the old school Wilts and the and the Wilts and the Bill Russells and then the Kobe. Mm-hmm. I think I get I get the Wilts, the Bill Russell, and then the Kobe, and then the Shaq. If I had to mess with it, okay, okay, okay. Kobe slightly above Shaq. My only criticism about Kobe is when Mike was at his prime. Mike was clearly the best player in the in the game. Kobe, they were they were Kobe was the best player, but I think there were there were other players who were equal to his skill. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like. When Mike was dead, I don't think there was another guy in the league that you could say was as good as Mike. I don't, you know, at his position, I don't know if you could say that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what makes Kobe, you know, it's difficult argument for Kobe sometimes because he was just like Mike, but he was just like Mike in the next generation where everybody was like Mike. Mm-hmm. So his impact wasn't as great in terms of basketball. He wasn't as dominant because you know. You know the game evolved, and so you had the Grady's, you had Vince Carter's, you had AIs, you had all these other. You know he had to play with Shaq, so you had all these other entities that were as big as him and, and as talented as him. Um, and I think that's probably why his overall impact to the top 100 won't be as great as it should be. But that that's my critique. But you know he was a hell of a basketball player. I can't take nothing away from Kobe. Yeah. I, hey, hey, Az. Yeah. You didn't give us a reason why. LeBron is better than Magic, so fuck that. I'm gonna scratch your shit. No, fuck that. Fuck, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. You got. You got. You got to hear my. Hey, hey. You, you know. You, you know, know what I, know. I say all the time. You can't. You can't ask somebody why they think somebody's their favorite just, just, or where they would put it. And they get he, he know better. I, I know how you feel. I know better. LeBron. No, I mean LeBron is better than Magic just because of a statistics. Oh! And, and, Statistics, statistics on the, what he's doing on because I mean he damn near got the same stat line, maybe quietly better, just don't have as many assists, but he you know averaging 26, 27 points a game over his career. And his impact, his impact and what he has done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Magic saved the NBA. Shut up. He did say the NBA, but I'm saying for 2018 and for this generation, LeBron is carrying the NBA. LeBron, Carry the NBA. I know, but you don't know. don't make me say it out loud. God damn it! <laughs> hey, after let's be honest, after Mike, right? Yeah, cut him off. That's right, cut him off. No, I didn't cut him what, off. What, 
But what really what really happened with Kobe and um LeBron was what happened with Kobe was LeBron came in. Mm-hmm. Kobe came in at ninety six. Yeah, right. LeBron came in in two thousand and three. So he had seven years to get that shine, B. And it just <laughs> <laughs> he had to share that shine with Shaq. Yeah, and yeah, and he had to share. And uh, you, and you know what's crazy? I think his Kobe's dominance didn't last as long. Like like what he was saying as far as like being the best player. Uh, I think Kobe's dominance wasn't as long as LeBron's dominance has been. Um, and that doesn't take anything away because I think part of, you know, of Kobe getting into that dominance, you know, he just happened to be on the same same team as Shaq. Um, as far as this list, man, I definitely would go, <laughs> biases aside, I go Mike 1. Oh, bites. I, <laughs> I, go, <laughs> I, I probably, probably put Kareem at 2. Um Honestly, finish I your list. finish your list. Only your top five. I, I can't see me. Yes, putting, you can. No, no. Oh. Let me let me finish. I okay. can't see me putting LeBron over Magic. I just can't. So I'm going Magic three. Um, LeBron four. Ew. Five. I probably go Russell, but I didn't see Russell. Um. I didn't see Russell, so I have to defer to like you know old school cats like our fathers. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then maybe Wilt, then maybe Kobe, like that. Um, again, I still would make a case that I'm any list that I'm making, and I might be biased, and and I'll, I'll admit this, but I I have a hard time putting Bird, putting Shaq over Bird on any list, and putting Shaq over Hakeem on any list because I saw Shaq, I saw Hakeem eat Shaq up. Um, okay. 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 And then, like when you talk about the over, when 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 you go back to what Zell talked about as far as the impact, again, Bird and Magic saved the NBA. I grew up again watching the NBA. My, I remember watching the Suns play at eleven o'clock on a on CBS at night. So you got Bird over Shaq. Um, I would put Bird over Shaq. Okay. I mean, they they would still be in the top ten, but I would. I mean, like I don't like Bird might be. Seven Shaq at eight. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be like something too far down the road. But um Kobe's definitely in in, in that mix too. Um but uh but yeah I, I think it's I think that's a you know that's how I would how my list would shake out. And again I'd have to throw a caveat on there for Kareem because I saw Kareem on the back half of his career. Uh, he was still dope. He wasn't you know he was he wasn't no bum but I didn't see the the Milwaukee Bucks Kareem. I didn't see I didn't see Lou Alcindor. Um, so, and Lou Alcindor was the man. I mean, like they changed basketball changed just because of him. The, the no dunk rule for for you young Thundercats, there was a rule that they put in place where they didn't want that, where they banned the dunk, where you could dunk the ball. And they did that because Kareem was seven foot two and he couldn't be stopped and he was dunking every play. And they put the rule in to stop him from dunking because you know they they needed some way to try to slow him down, but um, yeah man he's a phenomenal player, um but yeah I I just the biggest thing for me in doing the top five is 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 Magic and LeBron and I just I can't because I know what Showtime eighties uh, uh, Lakers were, and while yeah. I wasn't a fan of that team I knew how hard it was for them to go through those Boston teams and these were teams with Hall of Famers and hey, just what Magic. 
Now the West wasn't like that back then. Now, so you can't give them the West. The West was the hardest. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, let's just let's keep it a buck. The West. I mean, there, I think if I'm not mistaken, it was two teams that won the West in the '80s. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so it was the Lakers and the Rockets. That was it. Like, so it wasn't no, you know. So it did you know? Did, he he did. Magic didn't have to go through the gauntlet, if you will, in the playoffs. But at the same time. Getting to those finals and having to face those, you know, Celtics teams with those Hall of Famers, I think says a lot. And and the way that the game was played and, and just everything, it is just, you know, you put that eighty, you put that eighty-eight Showtime Lakers team against, you know, anybody in history, and it's, it's a damn good matchup. So eighty-seven, eighty-seven. Okay, eighty-seven. Um, so yeah, it's a damn good matchup. So um, so yeah, that's that's how mine would shake out. Well, I would put Boston and the Lakers as the two greatest teams in the history of the I, NBA. I, I would I don't agree know if, with that. I would agree with I, that. I, I don't know if I would uh, pull either one of those players out and say they, you know, of course they were the catalyst, but then, you know, I don't know. Their teams were so great, it almost takes away from their impact individually. You follow mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because, like, Magic. You know, as dope as Magic was, I ain't taking nothing away from him. But only four years out of his whole career, he averaged over twenty points. Wow! Only four. That's but crazy you when you think about it, though, because you you, you kind of th- you you really think about Magic scoring and you know, he had he, he had big games. Yeah, he, he didn't he have did. to do that. He didn't have to do that every night because he had Hall of Fame team. So that's why I look at it when you look at like statistically what what cats have been doing. That's why you got the impact. You just lined up statistics. You know, you only can look at Magic and Bird in terms of championship. We can look at them in terms of numbers because these new cats are putting up numbers like it ain't nothing. Right. So, I agree with that. You know, like Tracy McGrady put up numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like Who was 57th you know, on Slam's list. Who that? T-Mac. Yeah, T-Mac. I, I, got, I got some, some other. If you want to look at I think Chris Webber got deemed up pretty good, yo. He got him at 88. That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> he got at 88. <laughs> hey, they got the Greek freak at 85. Oh, it, my God. What? A- ahead of Alex English, ahead of Chris Webber, ahead of Dwight Howard, ahead they of the great Dave Bing. Got- and Lenny Wilkins is at 98. They got Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard don't even talk. They got him. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi Leonard coming in at seventy six. Yeah, this this is a crazy. Li- Alonzo Mourning uh, at seventy eight. Um, oh man, the true Paul Pierce coming in at sixty two. Um, yeah, so we, we we wanted to do just the top fifty because the top hundred was just like just too much to really just break down. Um, but yeah, man, before we get out of here, man. Uh, Zeke, you want to tell people where they can catch you at? You know, if you want to give out your socials, you know. Oh, listen, man, I don't really have no socials that's worth being social. <laughs> but uh, if you want to holler at me, man, I'm on the gram. Easy does the VA. I think I'm on Twitter too. Ain't a car. What, yeah, what's yeah, my name? Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> Easy, Easy does the VA on Twitter. That's, that's how you me. don't know. How you don't know? He don't tweet. No. That's how that's how whack I am on social media, yeah, dog. I'm, I'm whack. On no, that's how nonchalant you are. You ain't whack. You nonchalant. I'm, I'm whack. I'm, <laughs> whack. I'm whack on social media too, man. Oh my god! Oh, please. please don't start this. Don't start this. I'm so Dude. whack, man. Hey, dog. Please don't start this. <laughs> we doing a conference call on Skype. I ain't know we can do this. 
Bingo. A- anyway, D Love you wanna tell people how they can cop the new album or, or, or what's going on? New album. <laughs> Man, see, see, see how we doing? See how we doing? You got to do albums? Zell, please don't listen to him. Please don't do this. Uh, hey, don't you know, Kyle, you know, you know D is a rapper. You know that, right? Oh, my God. Sp- spoken word artist. I mean, but we all know you put too much music behind that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a lot of drums and a lot of, you know what I'm saying? All I need the hell is this happening right oh, now, lady? Oh, God. All you, oh, need is a, all you need is a melody, dog. Why? I don't need no fucking melody. <laughs> We talking about hey, basketball tonight. Hey, Shut up, man. Van Glorious. <laughs> this is protected. Somebody <laughs> told me that shit two nights ago. Oh man, it was like it was some excellent shit. And I was like, Shut wow. the fuck up. Wow. I hate y'all all. I hate all y'all. So t- Yo, man, tell people how they can find you, man. New album coming out in the next couple months. Um, D Love Hall, social media, uh, Graham. Uh, Twitter, it's all the same. You know, follow me up, D L U V H L L. I'm I'm here. Hey man, mm-hmm. y'all y'all been listening to me and listening to this podcast for the longest, so you already know how to find me. Um, Twelve Kyle uh, on Twitter uh, and you know the likes. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast as always, man. Gotta thank the fellas for coming through. There's something to be said when you get your boy. I mean, like I grew up with these cats, so. Um, always good to have these cats on to talk. Uh, you know, we got it. We got to do it again. We got to, you know, the, the ladies are calling for D, D- Love Hall to come back. Ooh. Shut up! Shut up! Don't do this! And don't do this! Don't do this! Please don't do this! Oh my gosh! So yeah, that, that'll be dope. But um, but yeah, uh, as always, man. Thanks for checking out the latest edition of the Twelve Kyle Podcast. So for man, Easy Does It VA, for my man D Love Hall, I'm your boy Twelve Kyle signing off. We'll catch you guys next time. 5,000. Peace. Cheers.